0: And welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. On day one, we let the word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head, and just listen to the word. As you listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in his name. Amen. Today we continue our next week of study of Genesis. We will be covering chapters 9 through 12. We hear those chapters at this time. God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Every animal on the earth and every bird in the sky will fear you and dread you. Everything that swarms on the ground and all the fish in the sea are handed over to you. Every living, moving thing will be food for you. I have given everything to you, just as I gave you the green plants. But flesh that has the blood which is its life still in it, you shall not eat. In fact, I will hold each animal and each person responsible for your lifeblood. I will hold each man responsible for the life of his brother. Whoever sheds man's blood... By man his blood shall be shed, for God made man in his own image. But you be fruitful and multiply, increase abundantly on the earth, and multiply on it. God said to Noah and to his sons who were with him, Listen, I will now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you, and with everything with you that has the breath of life, with the birds, with the livestock, and with every wild animal that is on the earth with you, with everything that went out of the ark, even with every wild animal on the earth. I will establish my covenant with you. Never again will all living creatures be cut off by the waters of a flood. Neither will there ever again be a flood to destroy the earth. God also said, This is the sign of the covenant between me and you, and every living creature with you, that I am giving you for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the cloud, and it will be the sign of a covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring a cloud over the earth, and the rainbow is seen in the cloud, I will remember my covenant, which is between me and you, and every living creature of every sort, and the waters will never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow will be in the cloud, I will look at it so that I may remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of every kind that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The sons of Noah who went out from the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were the sons of Noah, and from these people spread out over the whole earth. Noah began to be a man of the soil and planted a vineyard. He drank some of the wine and got drunk. He lay uncovered inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brothers outside. Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it over their shoulders. They went in backwards and covered the nakedness of their father. They faced backwards and they did not see their father's nakedness. Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his youngest son had done to him. He said, A curse on Canaan. He will be the lowest of servants to his brothers. Then he said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem. Let Canaan be his servant. May God enlarge Japheth. Let him dwell in the tents of Shem. Let Canaan be his servant. Noah lived 350 years after the flood. All the days of Noah were 950 years. Then he died. Now this is the account about the development of groups of people who were descended from Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the sons of Noah. Sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai. and Javan, Tubal, Meshach, and Tiris. The sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Ripheth, and Togomar. The sons of Javan were Elisha, Tarshish, the Kittim, and the Donanim. The islands and coastlands were divided into different lands among these peoples on the basis of their languages, their ethnic groups, and their nations. The sons of Ham were Cush, Mizrim, Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Ramah, and Sabteca. The sons of Ramah were Sheba and Dedan. Cush became the father of Nimrod. He was the first to be a mighty warrior on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. That is why the saying is, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. The beginnings of his kingdom were Babel, Uruk, Akkad, and Kalna in the land of Shinar. From that land he went to Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth-ir, Kala, and Resin between Nineveh and Kala the great city. Mizraim became the father of the Ludim, Anamim, Lehabim, Naphtuhim, Pathrusim, Kesluhim, from whom the Philistines descended, and the Kephtarim. Canaan became the father of Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, as well as the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Archites, the Sinites, the Artavites, the Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Afterwards, the families of the Canaanites spread out. Then the borders of the Canaanites extended from Sidon southward towards Gerar, as far as Gaza. From there it extended eastward towards Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboim, as far as Lasha. These were the sons of Ham according to their ethnic groups, their languages, their lands, and their nations. Sons were also born to Shem, the older brother of Japheth, the father of all the descendants of Eber. The sons of Shem were Elam, Ashur, Arphaxad, Lud, and Aram. The sons of Aram were Uz, Hul, Gether, and Mash. Arphaxad became the father of Shelah. Shelah became the father of Eber. To Eber two sons were born. The name of one was Peleg, because in his days the earth was divided. Eber's brother's name was Joktan. Joktan became the father of Almodad, Shelef, Hazarmaveth, Jerah, Hadoram, Uzal, Dikla, Ubal, Abimael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Joktan. Their dwelling was from Mesha all the way to Sephar in the hill country of the east. These were the descendants of Shem according to their ethnic groups, their languages, their lands, and their nations. These are the families and groups of people descended from the sons of Noah, according to their genealogies, by their nations. From these, nations spread out over the earth after the flood. The whole earth had one language and a single vocabulary. As people traveled in the east, they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they settled there. They said to one another, Come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used mud brick instead of stone for building material, and they used tar for mortar. They said, Come, let's build a city for ourselves and a tower whose top reaches to the sky. And let's make a name for ourselves so that we will not be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the people were building. The Lord said, If this is the first thing they are doing as one people, who all have one language, then nothing that they intend to do will be too difficult for them. Come, let's go down there and confuse their language so that they cannot understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them from there over the face of the whole earth, and they stopped building the city. It was named Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the whole earth. From there the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. This is the account about the development of the family of Shem. Shem was one hundred years old and became the father of Arphaxad, Two years after the flood. Shem lived five hundred years after he became the father of Arphaxad, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Arphaxad lived thirty five years and became the father of Shelah. Arphaxad lived four hundred and three years after he became the father of Shelah, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Shelah lived thirty years and became the father of Eber. Sheila lived 403 years after he became the father of Eber, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Eber lived 34 years, and became the father of Peleg. Eber lived 430 years after he became the father of Peleg, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Peleg lived 30 years, and became the father of Reu. Peleg lived 209 years after he became the father of Reu, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Reu lived 32 years and became the father of Sarag. Reu lived 207 years after he became the father of Sarag, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Sarag lived 30 years and became the father of Nahor. Sarag lived 200 years after he became the father of Nahor, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Nahor lived 29 years and became the father of Terah. Nahor lived 119 years after he became the father of Terah, and he became the father of sons and daughters. Terah lived 70 years and became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Now this is the account about the development of the family of Terah. Terah became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. Haran became the father of Lot. Haran died before his father Terah. He died in the land of his birth in Ur of the Chaldeans. Abram and Nahor took wives. The name of Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, who was also the father of Iscah. Sarah was barren. She had no child. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, who was the son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, who was the wife of his son Abram. And they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans, to go to the land of Canaan. They came to Haran and lived there. The days of Terah were 205 years. Terah died in Haran. Now the Lord said to Abram, Get out of your country and away from your relatives and from your father's house and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse anyone who dishonors you. All the families of the earth will be blessed in you. So Abram went, as the Lord had told him. Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took Sarai, his wife, Lot, his brother's son, and all the possessions they had accumulated and the people that they had acquired in Haran and they set out to travel to the land of Canaan. Eventually they arrived in the land of Canaan. Abram passed through the land until he came to the Oak of Morah at the place called Shechem. The Canaanites were in the land at that time. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, I will give this land to your descendants. Abram built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. He moved on from there to the hill country east of Bethel and pitched his tent there, with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and proclaimed the name of the Lord. Abram pulled out from there and kept traveling towards the Negev. There was a famine in the land. So Abram went down into Egypt to stay there for a while, because the famine was severe in the land. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to Sarai his wife, Look, I know that you are a beautiful woman. It might happen that when the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. Then they will kill me, but they will keep you alive. Please say that you are my sister, so that it will go well for me because of you, and that my life may be preserved on account of you. So it happened that when Abram arrived in Egypt, the Egyptians did see that the woman was very beautiful. Pharaoh's officials saw her, and praised her to Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. He treated Abram well for her sake. Abram received sheep, cattle, male donkeys, male servants, female servants, female donkeys, and camels. But the Lord struck Pharaoh and his house with severe diseases because of Sarai, Abram's wife. Pharaoh summoned Abram and said, What is this that you have done to me? Why didn't you tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So that I took her to be my wife. Here is your wife. Take her and go. Pharaoh gave his men orders concerning him. So they sent him on his way with his wife and all that he had. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.